Before we get started, I want to let you know about some changes we're making for our Patreon subscribers. Now at all levels, we are adding a little extra at the end of our weekly shows just after our tagline for all levels of membership. So for $1, you get the show plus an extra 10 to 20 minutes of show after the free show is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we're borrowing from Bob Seska's idea. At the $5 level, you get the extra part of the show plus one video sketch per month. And at the $10 level, you get all of that plus an additional video sketch per month. Thank you to all who are currently subscribing and to our future Patreon subscribers. Now onto the show. I know, but you can get you can get free tests now. Uh, am I? Am I? I can't. Hear I can't talk about COVID testing. Can you talk about COVID symptoms? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Are you sure? Not super loud. Just the right amount of quietness. Just the right amount. Huh? That's weird. Hello. Oh, that's a little bit better. Let me see. Am I getting? Yeah. The computer's getting it. Everybody's enjoying this. Okay. Here. I doubt that. <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shocking. Hi, welcome to From the Bunker. We're not going to be stuck talking about the 49ers the whole show, are we? No, I'm okay. just glad that they won their wild card game. Um, my Jody name is knew it was a wild card game, not just a playoff game, a wild card game. Yeah, I know. I know the National Football League stuff. I, I'm not a college follower. I'm an NFL follower. I understand. Uh, my name is Jody Hamilton. Sitting across the, the street from me, <laughs> sitting across our table is David Shockett. Um, uh, and if you need to email us, email us at info at from-the-bunker.com. We did get an email from one of our listeners that there were problems. With I'm not quitting. I don't care what they asked for. No, they didn't ask for that yet. Oh, um, uh, they've been having troubles downloading um, uh, our feed. So I'm getting in touch with our tech person at MSW Media today to see if it's an issue on my end or their end. I'm doing the same thing, so I don't know what the problem is. Um, so I will uh, hopefully get that fixed for those of you. Otherwise, I know CastBox is fine. Apple Podcasts are doing it fine. So hopefully if you can get it from there, um, do. Uh Unless you're planning on demanding my resignation, then don't. Right. Unless you're demanding David Shockett's resignation, then don't bother. Uh, again, e email us at info at from dash dash bunker dot com. And um, hi. Okay. It, by the way, just a uh, uh, PSA. Uh, Covidtests.gov. You can get uh. up to four tests per household for free from the government. I know you're sick of it, but it's important. It's important. I'm sick of it, too. Um, but it's important. But are you um, sick with it? No, not yet. Knock on vinyl. Uh, COVIDtest.gov is where you can get up to four tests per household from Z government. They will start sending them out at the end of this month. So I highly recommend you get it, especially if you're traveling or going out in public or being around people that you don't know, um, uh, just to make sure you don't get what David has and what Sean Barton now has. Well, had. Had. You had it. Twice. What's to keep you from like immediately getting reinfected again or... It or having it builds up enough antibodies to protect you for a little while, in addition to your vaccine. I assume that since you had it, that your antibodies are being built back up right now, um, at least against Omicron, which is what I assume you got. Yeah. Um, unless you get, unless you know that you got Omicron, that's the assumption that we're going to make, just because you were vaccinated and everything. Um, Sean Barton has <laughs> he put out on Twitter. It was so cute. He had his Binax test strip out. Sure. He took a picture of it. And he said, "Good news. I'm not pregnant." 
And bad news is he's got COVID. He's feeling okay. Um, uh, he's uh, the aches and the fever are gone. He was he tested he's, positive he's on relatively Sunday. Young. He still had a chance to start a family. He has a family. He has a son. He's got a 19, 20 year old son. Another um, family. The other, the new one. Um, but he uh, he tested positive on Saturday or Sunday. So today's only Tuesday. He's already through the fever and shakes and achiness phase of this. Now he's on to coughing. Um, hopefully he'll test. I next. still have a lingering cough. It's been three weeks. Yeah, I hear that it can linger. Um, and then uh, if he's test negative next week, we will have the show in person. If not, we will. Sean and I will do the show via the Zooms. Linger. Linger. Cranberry. Dolores O'Riordan. Sad. Huh? Continue. Okay. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, kids. So um, I think Linger was a song by the Cranberry, sung by Dolores O'Riordan, who passed away, and that's sad. Oh, I did. I, okay. All right. Are you playing Wordle? I don't play that. I don't understand it, and I don't care. I'm somebody showed it, Travis showed it to me today. He goes, "This is what it is." I said, "I don't care." It's fun, and it's once a day, so you can't get addicted to it. I don't care. So, okay, we have some fun uh, bags full of rats. Okay, Ms. Dismissive, go ahead. What? Who is the king of Florida? Is it DeSantis or is it Trump, Donald? I don't know, because well, I was going to say DeSantis, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm not sure. I think that he gets his power from Trump. But Trump, okay, so Roger Stone was dissing Governor DeSantis the other day, which is excellent. And Donald most Trump- Most excellent. Most excellent. And Donald Trump is also dissing Governor DeSantis, which suggests to me that DeSantis will not be dis president. Well, what is interesting, or I think we spoke about last time, is the great thing about having Trump still on the stage. I mean, obviously, there's massive pros and cons. Right. You know, we're in 2022. Right. People start raising money. They start getting their URLs, you know, Nikki Haley 04 or 24 right. or Greg Abbott or Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or, you know, the list goes on. Josh Hawley. There's lots of people that want to be president, and we haven't heard a single peep about one of them. So even if Trump is just grifting on fundraising Which for another is. year he may not he may fear these in, these indictments <clears throat> that seem like they're never going to come right. um all these people are behind in fundraising but they can't even go to donors yet the big money donors because that'll get back to trump immediately and then he'll start smashing on them so whoever is going to be the nominee if it's not trump is going to be you know starting you know this mile race a tenth of a mile behind to start with because they're they're going to be six months behind in fundraising and organizing and getting and hiring the best uh um campaign advisors and whatnot right no you're absolutely right um uh, uh he's frozen the field as they say he has and and <clears throat> We've had some special elections in the past few weeks, and they've all gone to Democrats, which is very rare in an off year. And special. And they're very special. And special. But my favorite was the election in Florida's 20th over the last week. Is that the seat that uh, DeSantis just out of spite held open for as long as he possibly as could? As long as he legally could. Um, and it's a, it's a safe blue district. This was Alcee Hastings, perhaps? Uh-huh. It is. And um, so the election happened last Tuesday, I believe. And it, like I said, it, it was a safe blue district, which is why DeSantis held off for so long to make it so lower Just numbers in voter. the House. Yeah, less voters in the House for, to, for, for Democrats to utilize. Right. And um, so he. Um, You're not going yes, to I censor did. the word D-I-C-K. I already you? did because of the use of that word. Okay. It wasn't talking about Liz Cheney's father. 
Um, anyway, so well, it was both a little bit of both. Um, so the woman that won is Sheila McCormick, I believe is her name. I, her middle, her, her hyphenated, her maiden name. I can't pronounce right. So I'm not going to try matters a little. Continue. Um, so she ran, she it was a contested. I mean, the primary for that seat was she only won by five votes. Which is which is enough in America. It's minuscule. I mean, she barely won the primary. Obviously, there were a lot of people in that election. She won the primary, and so it's a safe blue district. It was going to be a Democrat no matter what, right? So this guy runs on the GOP ticket, loses by just shy of sixty percent, sixty points, just shy of sixty Fake. points. He won by he had nineteen point seven eight percent of the vote. He didn't refuse to concede, did he? Yes. Okay, what a shock! Shocking, and it's like. If this is their new thing. It's, I'm going to not, first off, concession does not mean the person doesn't get seated. The winner gets seated whether the loser like concedes or not. Like when George Bush was irritated that when Al Gore called him and tracked his concession as if the concession is anything other than a courtesy. There's right. no legal There's binding There's no legal binding or any. It's just, it's just the right thing to do when you lose an election, um, even though Al Gore won. <laughs> um, we didn't know it yet, but he did. Uh so the fact that this little whiny diaper baby won't concede is the new GOP playbook, except for Larry Elder did concede to uh, Newsom's recall. Well, because it was such an overwhelming loss, I think they didn't want to look like a fool. Well, hi, overwhelming loss over here. California is a slightly different landscape than Florida, though. True, but still, and, and but that district is so democratic, it's really dumb. Of He just looks like an idiot. Maybe We're, he's 99% shameless and not 100% shameless. <sighs> I, it's just, it's like, the, what's going on right now today in the Senate is the filibuster to start debate was defeated because the bill kept going back and forth between the Senate and the House. And the, I think the third time is the charm. The Senate must. Is that happening? Uh, right now, this as moment? we speak, um, they are discussing, I heard Merkley talking about the filibuster <laughs> Um, but I believe they're discussing the voting rights bill and or the filibuster or a combo plate. I'm not exactly sure. Um, they have to debate it today. So what's interesting is it'll it, the last time things were in debate. Sometimes things of people's minds get changed. Hopefully, cinema and mansions minds will finally get changed today. We don't know. You know, we, I or think maybe this Murkowski is... or there are four. How many four senators that are are retiring that are on the GOP side that have nothing to lose by going blow up the filibuster for voting rights? They got nothing to lose. You know, they might not be invited to the cocktail parties Who they cares? want to go to. They might be excluded from country club things. I mean, that's how these people think. And if you look at cinema, <coughs> if you have a politician who's doing something. That's not really in their interest. Right. <coughs> it's you not in the interest water of the state. Or a cough drop? It's not in the interest okay. of their constituents. Right. It's not in the interest of the country. And it's not the really even the right thing to do. You have to wonder. Well, you don't have to wonder. I mean, Occam's Razor tells you what it is. Right. They're corrupt. Mm -hmm. And everything about Kirsten Cinema smells like corruption to me. <clears throat> and, you know. Women can be corrupt too. I hate to break it to you. Well, no, she's bought and paid for. I mean, it, I I bought lottery tickets for the Mega Millions, which is three hundred forty-seven million dollars. You bought a lottery ticket? Yeah, it's my birthday. Why not? <clears throat> I figure I might get lucky today. My God, you you know what you do? You answer those silly questions on Facebook, uh -huh. which drives me fucking crazy, and you buy lottery tickets. I I only answer like stupid shit that I already talk about on the podcast that everybody already knows. Grr. 
There's not a whole I lot of I hope you me. win, though. I do, too. <laughs> because then I can buy Kirsten Cinema's vote. <laughs> and then some. Because somebody reported today on Tom Hartman's show that, program, excuse me, that she uh, was given a half a million dollars from pharmaceutical industry, which is not, that's a drop in the bucket for them. But she's willing to vote down the BBB for it, for half a million dollars. <clears throat> yeah. If I win that kind of change, oh, I own her. Oh. I was wondering why Mackenzie Bezos didn't make it, didn't call, didn't phone in. Is she a Republican? Have a meet and greet. I'm pretty sure she's not. She could be. She could be a reasonable one. I was listening to um, the Talking Feds podcast today, and there they had over the last two weeks, a um, couple of weeks, just Republicans on talking about the Republicans going forward, and then just Democrats on going forward. So for the Republicans, it was David from uh, Governor uh, Whitman and uh, Michael Steele. They all hate Trump so very much with the, the heat of well, a thousand Well, that's the question. If, if Trump were to have some sort of massive <clears throat> medical event, he had a stroke and dropped dead tomorrow, who would be more upset about this? Elected Republicans or elected... De- who would be happier about it? Elected Republicans or elected Democrats? Republicans. Republicans would be happier about it than Absolutely. Democrats would be. But so we I have think to- he's going to end up being a net plus for us. Well, we have to remember that Trump-ism, the, the monster's gotten away from him. Oh, absolutely. And you, you saw that when he, he talked about his booster. Right. But the thing is, I think he's a net plus for us because every single candidate he endorses and wins brings a candidate to the general election that has less chance of winning. I agree. I agree. And um, what we have to remember, kids, in 22 is, especially if voting rights doesn't go through, um, which will be bad if it doesn't. But if it does go, th- if, if it doesn't go through, we have to show up in overwhelming numbers so that it's harder for legislators <coughs> to steal in Georgia, Texas, Arizona, and possibly Wisconsin and other places. So it's harder for them to steal votes away from Fulton County and Maricopa County and various or other... Or just invalidate them. Oh, somebody, well, said, so somebody said they saw something. That's right. really all you need. Yeah, that's all they need. And most, I think Georgia has more of a proof, but Texas, that's all it is. Um... If we show up in overwhelming numbers, it's harder for them to. How many times get away are we going to ask our base to show up in overwhelming numbers? We really need you this time. This time, we really mean it. The way to do that is when Jim Jordan comes out and says, uh, "Yeah, we're going to uh, investigate Hunter Biden and we're going to impeach Joe Biden." <clears throat> if that doesn't scare you, oh, and we might make Trump the Speaker of the House. I don't understand why Joe Biden would be scared of an impeachment hearing. I wouldn't even show. I wouldn't even have a lawyer show up to defend me. I would well, just wait for the vote and go about my job. Yeah. Like I would I would not play a part of that little shade drama in any way shape or form. I agree. I would ign- literally ignore it. Well, it's it's but they you know, they're going to investigate Hunter Biden. Okay, good. Go. Do it. Who cares? If he's done something <clears throat> wrong, he should be arrested and and tried and and if it's wrong, proven that convicted. Fine. I don't care. Um, and then, you know, the, the hearings on the January 6th committee hearings, like they're going to have hearings on the committee that's actually doing its work. This is the first committee with this makeup of the House that is actually doing work. Like, remember all the other committees when you have your Jim Jordans? I remember in somebody your... saying that, the, that when this when the, the hearings begin, it's going to blow the doors off this thing. Oh, so next they, month? I they look must forward have an to enormous that. amount of information. Yeah, Jamie Raskin's 95% like, Wait. of the people have are talking fully. Yeah. And if you're, you don't have to be a congressman, but if you're that congressman's chief of staff, you know everything the congressman of knows. Course. You're on the calls. You're taking notes. It's on a speakerphone. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And these are people that are making $60,000 a year. 
sharing an apartment just off some little suburb in just Georgetown. Just close enough to the office, with, with yeah. Your, with two other roommates that are congressional staffers as well. You don't have money for like. Here's what I wanted to know: when so and so got when they got indicted, these oath keepers got indicted for seditious conspiracy. That was good. Which apparently is a big, big deal. Huge. What does that mean? Legal fees. Like, uh-huh. I mean, are you are you dropping a hundred thousand dollar retainer? If uh, well, you're looking at twenty years in prison. First off, but what is that kind of def- like? You have all these oath keepers, and you have these people that are like now being charged with real, deep, serious, life altering crimes. Right. This isn't a DUI. No. This isn't even like a simple like assault and battery or a lawsuit or whatever it is. Right. I'm assuming these. this is a kind of lawsuit that takes hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend yourself from. Yes, it is. And the last time, I, I was under the impression, uh, excuse me, seditious conspiracy. Um, I, cu- I couldn't find out online what... Uh, a legal process like this costs to defend yourself from? I, I, I would imagine hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're, they've got a GoFundMe or something. There what's, are people what's the that main don't guy give with the money. eye patch who looks like you know a, a, a Bond villain? Uh, uh, he was the leader. Um, Stuart Rhodes. Right. There you go. Uh, By the way, Yale grad. Yes, he's a very smart man and blew his eye out with a gun. Um, the last time the U.S. brought a case was in 2010. But prior to that, I was under the impression it was 1980, but it was 1950. <laughs> Uh, there was uh, an assault on the Capitol the by Puerto, Puerto Rican thing? nationals. Yeah, and Puerto Ricans, and um, they were pissed. They threw the book at them, and they did. They, they got ninety the li- years. The libra at them. They got ninety <laughs> years because of all the charges that they were. It added up to ninety years each. Mm-hmm. So, right now, I mean, the seditious conspiracy. They're looking at twenty years for just that one charge. There are another ten or eleven charges against these eleven people that also have sentencing guidelines that hopefully we'll go through. Now they're going to, some of these guys are going to flip because they don't want to serve the time. They're going to flip on the people above them. Roger Stone, <laughs> Roger Stone, <laughs> um, who hasn't been pardoned for this. No, and he can't be, I mean, Biden ain't going to pardon. No, no, no. My, my point is, right. He has not been pardoned for this because nobody thought this would happen. I'm actually surprised that the department of justice. Well, maybe I'm not surprised because Barr was running it, but they didn't, uh, what is it called when you like hide an indictment, a pocket indictment? A, a pocket veto. No, no, a pocket a, um, a, a pardon. Not called, no, not an indictment. What is it called when you uh, a sealed indictment? Right, sealed. I'm surprised that they didn't seal those indictments until Trump was out of office. The amount of work it takes to bring a case against someone like Roger Stone or Michael Flynn or all those people, it's like they had to know these guys are getting pardons. I don't know why they didn't seal those indictments and just hold on to them until uh, Trump did, didn't have did the pardon the Department of Justice under Bill Barr? Are you high? <clears throat> You know, you you report to Bill Barr, but maybe you wait. You know, you wait. You slow roll your investigation. You slow roll your things until you know you're you're out of the blast range. Some of them didn't. Some of them come down. It's very disheartening. Like I don't think people realize how much work goes into these investigations. How much man hours? How many investigations? How many interviews? How many dead ends you run into? How many witnesses that won't talk? It's really, really in hard work. Yeah. It is. In fact, I was. And all of a sudden, now the president spit in your face. Yeah. Well, um, Jill Weinbanks, because she was in the um, Veruca Salt caucus on Merrick Garland, like a lot of us are. Um, once the seditious conspiracy charges came down on those eleven people, she said, "Okay, I feel better about Merrick Garland and what he's doing." Because she wanted her oompa loompa right now. Of course, because it's all out in the open. Um, but she did remind everybody because she was on the the team for Watergate. Mm-hmm. Um. She said, now Watergate had less people, obviously. She said, once one of the plumbers flipped, it was a year to indictment. Now think about it. These indictments came down almost a year to the day after the sedition, after the 
insurrection happened. So she's like, now this is on track. Once you have people starting to flip, it takes about a year. She's like, so now we're on track. So there's other people that are flipping for other people right now. Like you said, even well, January they have, 6th. They have, so you're going to have people lining up, taking numbers at the deli. Right now, those those 11 people that were charged. keep themselves yeah. out of prison for 20 years. Absolutely. And keep themselves or more half, than a ma- half a million dollars out of legal debt. At least. At least. And, and it's not these just... Are creepy. I'm sorry, go ahead. The, the seditious charge is the 20 years, but there are other charges. Because these are the kind of people that record all their phone calls and they're paranoid and this and that. So they, they're probably going to have uh, detailed files in the words of the Terminator. Well, speaking of phone calls, did you read the report of a bunch of the people that were at the insurrection calling law enforcement saying, hey, I lost my phone? Huh. I left my bag. I left my purse. I forgot my purse. I left my phone. I left my hat. I left my this. And so law enforcement is like, sure, what's your name? What's your address? What's your social? So that we can make sure you're who you say you are. And yeah, sure, we'll return That's your like phone to you. That's like that thing that the cops do. Every, every 10 years you read about the cops, they send out this special lottery right. for the city. You've won, you know, $500. And it's for drug dealers or whatever. And a thousand people show up and right. you're all under arrest. Right. I mean, it's like, we are lucky that they are... Stupid. Stupid. I mean, oh my God. It's like you, they, because a lot of them, it's been reported, the 1 6 committee said this, and, and it's been reported in the papers. A lot of them that have been pleading, DOJ people, have said, yeah, these people really thought that they were invited. And if they call law enforcement because I left my phone, well, the president told me to be there. I wasn't doing anything wrong. They really, they're little brains. Just like they think JFK Jr. is going to run on a ticket with Donald Trump sometime in the future. And save the world from these massive pedophile rings. That Donald Trump was a part of, probably. Dude, there's pictures of him. Oh, oh speaking of, of pedophiles, um, uh, speaking, Matt speaking Gates. Of pedophiles. Speaking of pedophiles, Matt Gates' girlfriend. You mean alleged pedophile? He's, he's got a forehead. You don't want to get sued. Allegedly, uh, prosecutors have granted immunity to his ex-girlfriend. We knew that she was talking, but now it's confirmed that she's been granted immunity because she was looking at conspiracy, uh, sorry, obstruction of justice charges because she was on a phone call with him and another woman and the other woman. What kind of objections was she, was she deleting texts? Was she deleting no, 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 emails? no, 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 no. She and Matt Gates were on a phone call with another woman who was recording on behalf of the FBI. Oh, and they were discouraging her from. And they were witness tampering and obstructing justice. So um, she is flippy, flippy, flippied. And so most lawyers and and especially prosecutors, they don't give immunity just for nothing. They give it when they know they're going to get something from you. It's not a one for one exchange rate. No, it's not getting more from you than they're giving than you. And the thing about that, you have to tell them everything, every single thing you've done since grade school. Pretty much. And if you lie about anything by immunity deal. We're still going to use your testimony and buy immunity deal. So thanks for all the info. Uh huh. And you're still going to jail. Right. So you better be truthful from here on out. It's like queen for a day kind of stuff. You have to be, if you are not, but buy immunity. So yep. she's been smart. Matt Gates will say, when she. Queen um, for a day is a term in, in it's a specific term. law where they they invite you in. They say you can tell us anything, anything you, you want, want, and you're not going to. You be- could be a serial killer. You could be the Golden Gate Killer. Doesn't matter. Tell us anything you want, and you are immune from prosecution. Right. But you have this period where you have to do it, and you got to be completely honest. Right. Yeah. And that's because they want something really big from somebody. So she's going to be uh, she's going to testify, obviously, in any trial that Gates is going to have to face, which I like what she what she's getting immunity for obstruction. 
of justice, mm-hmm. which means you're obstructing mm-hmm. the law enforcement's ability to uncover a crime that seems to clearly have been committed. Exactly. And witness tampering, It's not like a DUI. Yeah, and witness tampering, because they were on the phone with another well, woman. That's my point. It's that's, not like they're yeah. giving her immunity for DUI, which is not related to it. They're giving her immunity for something that, that clearly shows there was a crime here. That absolutely 100% matters. Um, so that is good news. And Ghislaine Maxwell... Um, I guess I don't know why it would matter if she cared if the I don't names know how, are released. I don't know why she would have control over the names <laughs> being released. I don't know why because she committed a crime. She's been convicted Maybe it's of because said crime. something in her original deal. She oh, she didn't make any deal. She, she was convicted. So I don't understand why whatever Certain documents are sealed. But why would she have a right to fight that? That's my question to the legal minds out there. OK. I would like to know that too. Because why? Because she's, she's not fighting anymore. And she's not fighting anymore. She, but she had a right to so fight. Notable persons. Notable Prince Andrew, obviously. He's effed. He is way effed. His own mother <laughs> has effed him now. Finally. Um, uh, yeah, but that's an interesting. Uh, there's an F. There. And yet they have a problem, with Meghan Markle. <laughs> Whatever. That's well, the, she might make a black. She might create a black baby two for the of family. Them. Um, what if she makes a baby that's too black? Oh God. That's just horrific. But um, so it's interesting with Ghislaine Maxwell and there are at least a half a dozen or more very powerful men whose sphincters have not opened since this was announced. They are terrified right now. And whoever they are, even if it is Bill Clinton, take them down. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Take them down. How dare they? Just because they can avoid massive, because they want to avoid massive embarrassment. Yeah. Take them down. That's not not enough of a reason to. If they were criminally. Involved in what was going on at Epstein, with Epstein? No, take them all down. T- Ghislaine, testify. Do it. You know, bring them down. The, you went down for Jeffrey. Go down. Take them down. That, I thought that, I thought she was going to use the battered to partner syndrome, or um, that she was she was originally the one that was the the victim of domestic was. abuse and she was brainwashed. Well, I don't want to I don't want to give her a pass because she's a girl. I know. No, she. I, I'm not giving her a pass. <laughs> but girls it's, can do. No, it's highly likely too. that she was brought in you the same to Kelly way Lake's she brought others yesterday? in. Yeah. It's Girl, hot. girls can be mean too. Oh, absolutely. No, it's but uh, but a lot of times in these situations, she was no, brought she in was at a young age. To be the, exactly. the groomer and she to be the yeah. vice president in charge of grooming. And then she she made some choices that were stupid and wrong and criminal but she was and apparently awful. from a you know well off family. well off family, yeah. enormous resources, kind of an elite situation. Mm-hmm. So. No, she um she I'm glad it wasn't she's like going a to prison. Desperate to get off the streets. I agree, and I'm glad she's going to prison. Um, she's an awful, awful human being doing that to to girls. Um, that's just horrific to me. It's just uh, great. In some ways, it's worse. It is worse that women do that to to girls. It's just it's wrong. I I, I it's guys have a thing about them where you kind of expect like you know there's there's a famous book uh, men are from Mars women are from Venus yeah I th- I think it should be called men are ass and women are psychos <laughs> because at our worst that's what we are but the thing with about men you can always because women you can never figure them out like whatever the situation is I give up just ask a question like you know you say. You know what you did. Like I've been in a conversation I've with a girl I was dating that. where it was like, well, you have guy energy. You're not, the, you're not that. You're the one in 10 that is guy energy. But I've been in a situation. You know what you did. No, I really don't. Can you just tell me? You know. And it's like, oh my God. And guys are ass. You know what I mean? A-holes. There you go. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> but we're always the same kind of a-hole. We're, we're very remedial emotionally and psychologically. Women are much more sophisticated emotionally and psychologically than we are. And we're kind of easy to figure out. So we're always the same kind of a-hole. So you can put together a game plan on how to deal with us. But you kind of expect 
men to be troglodytes sometimes and engage in that kind of really filthy stuff. But for some reason, and maybe this is sexist, I hold women to a higher standard than I hold men to. And I'm more shocked and more appalled when I see this behavior on women, because I consider you guys to be substantially more sophisticated than we are. No, it's sexist. And I agree with you. I'm sexist when it comes to that as well. Like women that voted for Trump, what the hell were they thinking? Like, you know, the 15 year old girl and the 32 year old male teacher or the 15 year old boy and the 32 year old female teacher. I don't care who you are. They're the same set of facts. In some ways it's worse because girls are more mature than guys are. Yet we don't look at it the same. We look at, Hey, good job, kid. Well, that's a a whole, that's, and the girl was raped. That's the whole, they're both raped. Yes, but you know for a fact, as a society, if it's a young, if it's a fifteen or sixteen year old boy, it's wink wink. It's patriarchy. Yeah, that's what that is. Because, but even girls look at it with as wink wink. They don't look at it nearly as seriously as the other thing. And I don't think it's as serious. Well, I remember as a young boy, I would not have been feel violated. And as a young girl, I wouldn't have felt violated with certain thirty six year old men either. At 15. Okay. So, but the difference is, is men, men and women, adults, look at girls, 15, 15, 16, 17 years old, that they need to be protected and they need to keep their flower and all that BS. Well, I'm going to ask you, we're going to go way off topic right now, but why not? Why not? It's us. It's my birthday. here's, Here's a kind of, I don't know if it's a moral question, I list a question, but it's like, let's say you have, like one of the big problems with uh, intimate relations between people of varying ages, and let's say it's a, let's say it's the girl that's younger and the guy that's older, is that there's some sort of power sure. vacuum? It's a teacher, it's an employer, it's a professor, it's a clergy, well, not whatever, a clergy, maybe whatever, whatever it is yeah. that the, he has the older person has some sort of control or dominance or influence on the person's life, right? And that's not cool because there's a manipulation right. there. There can be even that's uh, the problem. You can be not extorted. What I'm looking for, coerced in mm-hmm. some way, sure. And especially if the person has previously not had any sexual activity. So I went to, I went to high school and junior high with, with a lot of people who are sexually active early. Right. right? <clears throat> there were girls I went to school with who were 14, 15, 16, who were clearly sexually active at mm-hmm. that point in their life. So if you have a girl who is, and the audience can be free to chime in, let's say she's 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been sexually active for a year, a year and a half. She's had multiple partners. So that aspect is out of it. What difference does it make, assuming that there's no power vacuum, that the person, the uh, the partner is just a random person who has no other connection in life other than they know each other socially, mm-hmm. if her partner is 15, 25, 55, or 85, like what difference does it make if the person has already chosen to be sexually active mm-hmm. and the partner that they are with has no kind of bearing on their life mm-hmm. in terms of control? Well, I mean, uh, like I said, there were certainly adult men when I was 15, 16 years old that it, had they given me a look, sure, duh. I, was, I didn't have the sex until I was out of high school. Sure. But, um, but ethically or morally, what, what's the difference? Well, the difference is, is uh, first off, laws. Um, uh, and I'm stepping outside of that. I'm you're stepping outside in, in, in of that. a more, what's the word I'm looking for, ecumenical sense of... Well, I personally, you know, it, 16, I think, is a fine age for that. Um, I, I think. But does it matter if her partner is 16, 26, 36, or 96? Well, 96, really? Would she well, I'm, really? I'm, my, my point is, what difference does it make the age of the partner if she's already chosen of her own volition to become sexually active? Or he, if it's a boy, whatever. Um, I, 
It kind of doesn't. It kind of doesn't. Um, but if you're talking a 12-year-old, that person, again, our brains aren't fully developed until and, we're 25. And in a society, you need to throw certain guardrails up. Now, the guardrails can be too wide or too narrow, but you need I mean, to me, if some it's, sort of... To me, if, it, if it's a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old, and the parents don't like the 19-year-old, and they file statutory rape charges against that 19-year-old, that Even seems silly. Even though they, silly. May, they, they may still both be in the same high school. That's, that seems silly to me. Um, but if it's 16 and a 32 year old, I can see the parents going, no. Well, if it's a teacher. Or, no, period. No, this is an adult human being and you are a child because, okay, that's where I'd see. This is where I go with. <clears throat> She's gesticulating now, ladies and gentlemen. I am just, I'm the hands are going pointy. everywhere. So, cause Almost you know, lost an eye. I, I'm, I'm hardcore on not charging children as adults in crimes. 1000% and it sucks. If someone's 17 and they do something really violent, they can be good to juvie for a year, but we have to make a decision as a society. Are we calling this, you know, are we considering this person a juvenile? Are we not allowing them to vote? Are we not allowing them to drink? Are we not allowing them to smoke? Well, then they're a child. And so you therefore, can't just say all of a sudden, I'm charging this 14-year-old as an adult. Therefore, if a 13-year-old <coughs> boy, usually, can be charged as an adult in a criminal situation, then that boy should be able to have sex with any adult he wants. And the same with a girl. If she is going to be charged as an adult committing a crime, then she should be able to have sex with adults. End of statement. So if we can do the bad thing and the kid wants to do something that's more pleasurable for them and they're not being coerced and there isn't that. A power vacuum. A power vacuum. But even so, I mean, there is a thing like, you know, when you, an adult does have a sense of they know what they're doing and they can, without realizing it, manipulate somebody just because they're cute and adorable. Um, and, and a kid, 13, 14, 15 year old person can be attracted to somebody. And then that person, maybe that adult, I, you gets, know, I, at 13 to 14, that's, you know, that's young. Kids are having I'm, sex I'm, at that I'm age. I'm kind of t talking about post pubescent. Because there's also brain active brain things that need brain to change. Function, brain brain isn't f fully <coughs> formed until we're 25. But at least you know post pubescent. Yeah, but nine year olds are going through puberty now. When did that start happening? A whole long time ago. Does that have to do with fluoride in the water? No, it has to <laughs> do with hormones and food. <coughs> yeah, we have the worst food in the world. It's hormones and food. There are girls that are fully in the throes of pubescence at nine, when 10, did, 11, 12 years old. I think my kid started about 14. I was 13. When she got her first? I was 13. Um, uh, but no, now it's as young as nine. No. It's gross. It's, it's hormones in our food. That's the problem with our food. That's okay. a whole other topic. But yeah, a lot of girls, girls especially, are going through, and boys, because they eat the same hormones, so they're... Uh, <laughs> they develop sooner. They'd, everybody's growing. So pubescence starts earlier than when we were young, for sure. Because it used to start around 13, 14 years old. It's middle school. Matt Gates is listening to this saying, yeah, you tell him. No. You tell him. And she I, was 17. Well, that's and, practically geriatric compared to the kids <laughs> well, you're talking him. to. And that's the thing is I also disagree. <clears throat> I I do believe, first off, Matt Gates has a power issue. But nothing against 17-year-olds, but they're profoundly uninteresting. I agree. You know what I mean? Kids are just, they have nothing to say. They have nothing interesting about them. Well, he them. wasn't talking to them. That well, wasn't a, the point. But who, like even hanging out and partying, who wants to hang out and party with a 17-year-old kid? Not me. I mean, it's just, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not I mean, even like trying them. to be self, nice I'm trying to, not even trying to be self-righteous. They're just. They're 17. Yeah. There's nothing interesting about them. No. I mean, I remember, I remember when I was, uh, the coconut. Most 20-year-olds aren't that interesting. Right. I remember going to like the whiskey when I was like 
18 the first time, you know, and I was like, I wish I could have gotten in here, you know, da, 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 da. and, and it's the like, doors played or Van Halen right, played right, or, you know, or no, no, not even then. Just why wasn't I allowed in when I was 15 when so-and-so was playing and like the teaser would allow like 16 and over for a chance. And when I hit 30 and they were letting in 16 year olds, I'm like, no, <laughs> just no. Now I know why. Now I understand why a 21 and over club doesn't want people under the age of 21. You grew up out here, right? I did. Do you remember well, for, a, until I was 14. Do you remember a club in the Valley called Hot Tracks? I remember it was, hearing it of it. It was a teen club. There was a murder there in about 1985. And still, you can, I was up north you, you can, you can, you can look it up. It's a pretty, just call it, you know, California, 1985, Rolling Stone, Hollywood, uh, I'm sorry, Hot Tracks murder. It's a fascinating story, but it was about like the teen nightclub scene. Where kids could go out and to night. I mean, there was no alcohol or anything. Right. But it was a hangout place for kids. No, I, I went to one up in Santa Barbara when my friends in Sugar Cole played years ago um, before they got signed. And it was a it was a teen hangout because these guys were young, but, you know, they were in their 20s. Um, and it was fun. But it was like, I don't want to hang out in places like I'm trying this. to remember when I was a teen. We, we would go, you know, we would go to the point. We would go to the mall. There would be like, you know, parking lots. We'd hang out. We'd get all the cars and put our boom boxes out and someone bring a keg. But I don't remember. There were no... I mean, there are a few bars. There's Big Daddy's Lounge. I'm, this is like South Florida, 19, you know, 78. People know Big Daddy's, uh, you know, and they were very lax on their ID policy. Well, like when I lived like in Hawaii. I had, a, I had a McGlovin quality ID. Wow. Nice. <laughs> very well done. And when I lived in Hawaii, the drinking age was 18. So Yeah, like, 19 in Florida, when I was in Florida, yeah. And so um, at the boarding school that I went to, when we would have dances, they would, all the seniors that were at least 18, they had to give the keys to the teachers. Because they allowed alcohol for the seniors. And so they literally had a a, a breathalyzer on campus. And And they had had a key party and all the teachers got to go home with a different student? No, it wasn't that (laughs) kind of school. Not that kind of school. No, they basically, and teachers had to put their keys in too. And if they had too much to drink, because it was a boarding school, they had to stay on campus. Okay. They wouldn't let anybody drive. And even parties, the same thing. It would be like, throw your keys in if you're 18 because you could drink. And uh, if you're too drunk, you're spending the night. And everybody understood that to be, this is how it worked. Um, But when I moved back to L.A., obviously 21 was the drinking age when I moved back here. You know Um, why that is, right? uh, For highway funding. Yeah, the federal government said you don't. If you don't, you don't have to raise your, your drinking age to 21, but if you don't, you're denied all federal funds for highways. Yeah. When I moved to Colorado, they had just changed the drinking age to 21, like the year before I like got Nevada there. like Nevada, New Orleans, and Louisiana were like the last two. Yeah. Colorado, when I moved there, it was like a year into 21 being the thing. So the, all the kids that were 18 when that law went into effect were grandfathered in. So that it was just being phased out. So I went to a bar to see a band play and it was an 18 and over bar. So all the alcohol was three, two. And I didn't know what that meant because I sure, lived near here beer. and I, I ordered like a Corona or well, something. Well, it means a beer alcohol that is 3.2% alcohol, alcohol as opposed to like four and a half or five or six. And they used to call it near beer. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I remember going to the bar and I ordered a Corona and they're like, we're a three, two bar. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But I'll take three and two. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I was like, they're like, I said, I don't know what that means. They're like, are you not from here? I said, no. What does that mean? He goes, 3.2% alcohol. I said, well, what kind of beer can I get for that? <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, I, I, I just looked at him like with the dumbest look on my face. I'm like, I Walking don't, around double fisted. I don't know what this means. I don't, you just pee a lot more. That's all you do. It's, it's just water. But as far as. It recently came to my attention that light beer is made light by just adding more water. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing with Ghislaine Maxwell and Matt Gates that is different than, say, a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old going out is Ghislaine Maxwell and Matt Gates took over state lines, she other countries, and, and these were unwilling participants. Well, the thing about the 16- and the 19-year-old is when I was in high school, all the girls were more mature than guys. Like a 22-year-old 
girl, I would say, or 23-year-old girl had about the same maturity as a 26 or 27-year-old guy. Well, Guys it, mature much slower. So a 16 and 19-year-old girl and guy, respectively, are probably fairly similar in terms of emotional maturity. Probably. Probably. And again, that's the thing. It's like, if we're going to charge children with crimes as adults, then we have to give them the same rights as adults. Mm -hmm. um, and until we do that, yes, children and adults are not supposed to fornicate amongst each other. So I just want to be clear other. that you're for child fornication. Amongst children. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, so I, you only want all the children doing all the... Can... Well, you know, because it's fun. No, um, no, I... I Basically, sit your kids. children down. For the kids. You have a child. I don't have children. <laughs> sit your children down and talk to them about this because if knowledge is power. Well, my kid's going to be 21 in six months. So right. She's so not she, a baby anymore. She's not a baby. But but the thing is, 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 is when you have people that are anti-sex education, the, okay, with critical race theory, this is a nice little segue. You're telling kids they can't learn about critical race theory. Guess what's going to happen? They want to know why. Like, you shouldn't have sex. Why not? That's why in countries where alcoholism, alcohol is not, there's no age limit for alcohol. There's almost no teen alcohol problems, alcohol, alcoholism problems. Right. Cause they, they, don't they drink, drink with their parents. Like when I was in Israel, yeah. uh, when I was in high France. school, like there, there was no drinking age right? and there were, there was no, there was no binge drinking. There was no, no. teen alcoholism. There's no Sarah T portrait of an alcoholic. Right. Right. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Linda Blair. There you go. Well, I mean, and it's treating like my one of my sisters, her her daughter, when she was six, she started talking to her about sex at an age appropriate way to talk about it. Don't scare the poor child because it can be kind of frightening. Um, so six years old, that's how you talk to a six year old about sex. And then when they're my eight, mom, she gave me the Grey's Anatomy when I was five. Wow. Not four, actually. Did you get our bodies ourselves? No, I asked where babies came from, and by the time the conversation was over, I was the only kid at Riviera Day School who knew what a fallopian tube was. Wow. Yeah, she is. She pretty. Well, her, th her theory that's wonky. was if you're old enough to ask, you're old enough to know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we got our bodies ourselves. That book I came out that in the vaguely. 60s. They literally tell girls to take a mirror and look at themselves. Okay. I stand over it, and there are pictures, they're very graphic pictures of JJ's. Um, in the book. And I remember it was eighth, Ban that book immediately. It was eighth grade at, um, the girls school that I was going to at the time. And they handed out these books and then they handed out a permission slip with the book to take home because mm -hmm. it's a very graphic book. Sure. Um, but it's an appropriate book, I think for 13 year old girls in a girls school or 13 year old kids to read. Well, again, appropriate these, teachings these are not going along people that are pro-life. These are people that are pro-birth. That's all they They're want. They're barely that. But that's why they do. That's why you know all the things, whether it's condoms or whatever it is, it's not even like they're anti-sex. They're anti-birth control. They're anti-IUDs. They're anti-choice because they want women having more babies to keep them at home. It's all about control. So it's like, well, this. Why wouldn't you? If you're if you're for your anti-abortion, you want less abortions. Why wouldn't you want to be for sex education for keeping girls getting pregnant? They want girls to get pregnant. They, well, they, they, and well, it's also patriarchal, um, in the sense that we want women to have babies, but we don't want girls to have sex. I don't think they mind. I think they want as many women pregnant as possible. Women and out of the way. They want women pregnant. They don't want girls to know well, about sex. They treat sex. women like girls. I don't think they even That's draw a true. distinction. That is very, very, very true. Um, uh, Boy, we went off topic. But Ghislaine Maxwell, I hope she rots in prison. Um, and when Matt Gates is indicted, I look forward to him going to prison because he is very, very guilty. These, these are sex traffickers. 
um, uh, end of statement. The, and, and like I said, girls cannot consent to sex <coughs> under the age of 18 in this country. Legally. Legally. You cannot consent to sex. Period. And I'm... So there's no such thing as an underage prostitute. It's... Yeah. It's rape. You're a rape. You're, You're a rape victim. You're a rape victim. And so when... That's like, you know, when, when girls, you know, that, that are working uh, in the sex trade that are under 18, and they arrest the girl and not the Johns... They're being no, raped. They, they should be. Who they should be arresting is the the pimps and the and the Johns. Those yes. are the people that are committing the crimes. But they, what is it called? Pimp, pandering. Pandering, and and those are the people committing the crimes. Period. Yes, but the the obviously the the most serious culprit and despicable culprit is the pimp. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody that does that, and that was your Ghislaine Maxwell's and your Matt Gates's, according to reports. And just reading about the who is his friend in the. Uh, County Recorder's Office. Oh yeah, that guy. He's talking like a Green, bird. Green, Green, Greenberg. Greenberg. I want to yeah. say he's he's singing like a bird. Uh, like I read a, a full, like detailed article on him. He he's he's like just such a scumbag, and so the idea that he's hanging out. Seth Greenberg, maybe. No, Richard. I want to say. Or uh, hold on, I'll look it up. Um, Gates. Co-defendant Greenberg. Greenberg. Okay. Seth. Uh, la, 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 la. Talk amongst Joel. 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 I think I went to like you know Hebrew school with about thirty-seven different Joel Greenbergs or Silverbergs or. Uh, so okay, to move on to a different topic before we go to the extra part of the show, um, Peter Strzok, who led the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email use, <laughs> responded to to Tuesday's media eruption over the resurfaced resurfaced letter. It's been resurfaced by Ginny Thomas, um, married to Clarence Thomas. And without Loving v. Virginia, they could not be married, by the way. An all-American nut job. Uh, the letter calls for Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger to be expelled from the House Republican Conference and stripping them of their committee assignments because of the January 6th committee. Part of the letter, she signed this letter, um, and it's calls the it calls the January 6th committee an quote overtly partisan political persecution that brings it's nice alliteration there yep. an overtly partisan political <laughs> persecution that brings disrespect to our co- country's rule of law and legal harassment to private citizens who have done nothing wrong this is a January 6th insurrectionist <coughs> to whom she is referring along with the other people that have signed this letter of course um is this the same Jenny Thomas that randomly called Anita Hill drunk in the morning five years ago yeah. and asked her and told her that she's they forgive her and they they want to give her a chance to apologize to him. for everything that she put to her him. husband through to him I mean you know to him this is a person who's insane to him and dangerous she wanted Anita Hill kids to apologize to Clarence Thomas just let that sink in um uh we're going to get emails on our conversation, by the way. About the kid sex? Yeah, we're going to get a lot I of wish you were. I wish you weren't so in favor of it. <laughs> I'm against all of that. I want to go on the record right now. Yeah, uh, they can rewind. <laughs> You're not against it. Yeah, I kind of am. I'm against oh, wait, adults having sex with children. I'm okay with, with them children. having sex with each other. Right. I'm, adult, I'm against adults having sex with children. Children sometimes want to have sex with adults. Yeah, but we were talking about the guardrails of age differences and things like that. And the general, the more wider conversation, the morality of 
the power vacuum and blah, blah, blah. But anyway. Well, I mean, the power vacuum is, is the thing with adults, whether they are a teacher or just some random adult on the street, because the adult has the power by virtue of just existing. Well, yeah, I mean, that might be right. They have power just by virtue of the fact that they have more rights. More rights a, and more experience. No, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying in a, in a tangible way. Yeah. There are more substantive citizen of our country because they're imbued with more rights. And so by just virtue of that, they're imbued with more power. Well, and I mean, but if they, they can go places, the kid can't go, they can get them in places. They can do things. You know what and I mean? And that kid could be attracted to that part of them. And that's power. Yes. That's power. Um, so yes, the, by virtue of the fact that it's a little it's, more abstract, but yes, it's yes, still, it's still that's power. A power. It's still power. Whether the, the adult realizes it or not, they do have that power. And, and it's what is it, Some people could go, well, what's the difference between 16 and 32 and 30 and 46? Yeah. I just 30 said and that. 46 are the difference. Oh, yes. That's the difference. The 30 year old is now 30. Well, you know, well, it's because, you know, um, how, I don't know how many years older than I am you. I am, but you and I are peers. Right. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I was a lot older than the fourth graders. Right. And the sixth graders seemed like giants. Right. And that was a year apart in both directions. So, you know, it levels out when you get older. Well, and that's the thing. It's like 16 to 32 is a huge, huge age difference versus 30 to 46. It's just huge. Yes. It just is. There's almost, in some cases, there's almost no difference between 30 and 46. Pretty much. I mean, there is, you know, music and stuff, but uh, in general, yeah, a 30, a 30 year old can compare to a 46 year old and have a, a peer like relationship sure. with that person, um, much easier. And, and, and it's, it's smart because again, the brain is not fully functional until the age of 25. Now, they're obviously outliers in every situation. Of course. Um, uh, I mean, my mom and her husband are 24 years apart. I knew more. I have, I knew when I was growing up, I knew kids are 18, 19, 20. They were more sophisticated than people I know now. Oh yeah. Um, and again, I know a lot of idiots. True. <laughs> Um, but I mean, my mom and my, my, and her husband are 24 years apart. So obviously a blink of the eye now, but I mean, hi, when she was 24, she would have, you know, he literally was an infant. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yes, I understand the math. Yes. You understand the math. And that would have been very inappropriate, uh, needless to say. But now there it's funny because my mom almost dated somebody only 10 years younger than she was years ago. And Carrie and I wanted to hook She's her up. She's one sassy broad. She is. Well, Carrie and I wanted to hook Salty. her up with this lawyer that we know. And she's like, "What? He's how old is he? I think he was 15 years younger. And she said, oh, we'll have to burp him. <laughs> and and now she's married to somebody that's even younger. Um, but they, it's the, they're Playa. cut from the same cloth. Sure. My mom and Brian. They just are. I mean, you would... They just are. They, and it's possible for older people and younger people to be friends. Very much so. But it's weird. You can't be. Uh, the society kind of doesn't allow it. Well, and it's frowned upon. Um, uh, you got to watch out for that because kids are impressionable. Um, and, and you can take advantage of that even if you don't intend to. Um, and if a kid, a boy or a girl has a crush on you, put it to the side. Go, no. You know, have the, have the wherewithal amongst yourself, whether, especially <clears throat> if you're single, especially, let alone if you're married. So don't even go there. But, um, if you're single, and it's it's certainly, I would imagine it's flattery to some extent, but don't go there. He's bad. You have other choices. You have many more choices out there. Just like Ghislaine Maxwell, make better choices. May, she she should have made better choices in her or life. Is it Ghislaine? Ghislaine. It is Ghislaine. It's Hard a French. G. It's a hard G. It's a French name. Um, Ghislaine. Um, so yeah, you don't do that because these these impressionable teenagers, especially. <clears throat> do we know how many names that were redacted that that she's? We, no they longer? haven't they haven't released those names yet. 
Um, and I hope they all go down. I hope they, they are brought to charges. And if, <clears throat> if the evidence is there, convicted and thrown in jail, they deserve it. They absolutely deserve it if they have done something wrong. Uh, I'm not sure what the statute is. A lot of this stuff happened a long time ago, but you're absolutely right. I'm just curious. I mean, the public humiliation will be glorious. It will. I mean, it's, well, he was facing, um, she's been convicted. So, I mean, and she was in jail for how long? A couple of years? <clears throat> yeah. And not loving it. No. Um, and then he was up for all these charges. So it can't, whatever the New York statute is longer now. Um, isn't it? And isn't it retroactive? I'm not sure. That I don't know. I know that New York has extended a statute for rape. Um, there shouldn't be a statute of limitations for rape. There shouldn't be a statute of limitations for any crime, quite frankly. Well, I mean, some, you know, like bank fraud or. Yeah, no, you did something wrong. Just because you were crafty at hiding it, shouldn't you shouldn't be rewarded for that. What about, like, you stole somebody's computer? The answer is still no. Really? Yes. Really? It's a silly thing. What about jaywalking? Except the problem is that it might gum up our legal system, and that's what it is. We don't want. Victimless crimes. I mean, I, I'm sorry, nonviolent crimes. Yeah, I'd go with that. Any violent, any violent crime, should there should not be a statute of limitations. I agree. Yay, we agree. <laughs> that means you agree with me. Right, because okay. you're the man. Because <clears throat> no, that's how I'm that el- works. I'm going to go with I'm your elder. You're, oh, you're my elder? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So pipe down, pipe down kid. We're, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> pipe down, you drip. Oh, I'm a drip now. Wow, that's, that's an old school word. <laughs> Wow. So, um, yeah, please send the letters to me because I'm sure you guys love that conversation. Um, and as I said, children should not be having sex with I adults. I want people's opinions on that. Yeah, okay. it'll be interesting. We, Nick, we know Nick was all for it. He goes, anybody should have sex with anybody they want whenever they want. He's all for that. Um, consenting. Consenting. It has to be consenting, obviously. But again, children can't consent. Well, by law, they can't consent because consent is a legal term. Then how do you know? I mean, and what age would you... Because you were like oogie on 12-year-olds. And I know people that lost their virginity at 12. I'm going back to my high school Uh and junior high experience of how I felt at the time, how my peers, how sophisticated I felt I was to make decisions. Right. I think 14 and 15 is too young. I think 16 or 17 is the right age. Probably 16. Okay. You're going to give a kid a 2,000-pound hunk of steel that they can drive around at 100 miles an hour. That's a pretty big responsibility. I think they can decide where they put their wiener or their vagina. Okay, because, I mean, I know people that lost their virginity at 12. I don't think it's going to ruin somebody's life. Right. No, um, but I do. I know people that lost it at 12, 13, 11. You know, I know people that lost it very young and others. I, I was I Obviously, was there should be a code, whether it's law enforcement or school teachers or healthcare professionals, things like that. Well, there is. I mean, even in schools, if adults, teachers can't have sex with adult <coughs> students or they get fired because, duh. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, I was, I was done with high school. I was 17. I was, I was going into college. Yeah. Um, so, and the guy was 18. So, um, uh, we were so young. <laughs> I was young. I was young and needed the money. I was young. No, I didn't need the money. Um, anyway. That was, that was from Naked Gun. Jane, I, I saw some pictures today. I was young. I needed the money. <laughs> that was funny. Um, in fact, the, the, there's never a time the naked gun isn't funny. That's very true. Licorice Pizza has the same kind of thing. The woman is older than the boy in the film. I have a feeling it's not great, and I just can't stomach the idea of living in a universe where Paul Thomas Anderson makes three lousy movies in a row. It's a good film. Oh, you enjoyed it? I loved it. It just feels like a kind of a cut rate, cut rate version of Richard Linklater, like Dazed and Confused. No, not at all. Okay. 
So you were entertained all the yes. way through. Okay. It's very good. Very good. Got he it, might finally win his Phantom Oscar. Thread crushed me. He might finally win his Oscar. And inherent vice was, you know, incoherent. And that's that's. But uh, I'm going to watch it now because of you, and if it's mad, I'm going to come back and scream at you. Okay, please feel feel free. Yep, I do. Scream loudly. I always do. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll be talking at you guys next week. Hopefully, Sean will be in. Otherwise, it will be via the Zooms.